0: Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming horse market in China, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Jojo Wang from Shanghai and Hong Kong, introducing China to the world. Hi, Jojo, how are you doing?
1: Hi, Zoe, I'm doing good. I just stay late at night sometime to support my favorite team for the UEFA european Championship.
0: Sam here, so what's your favorite team?
1: My heart goes to the Great Britain, are you?
0: Oh, I'm a big fan of French team. And my favorite player is Antoine Griezmann. Do you know he's also a horse owner in France? Oh, really? What kind of horse he has? Well, he has a charter and a thoroughbred for racing. As a matter of fact, many football players in France are also horse owners.
1: Interesting. I think they just want to extend their excitement for the game and the speed from the football field to the racing track at day.
0: That makes sense. Uh, speaking of big competitions, Tokyo 2020 is around the corner. It is confirmed to be held from July 23 to August 8 this year. In today's China news section, let's catch up with the latest update of China Equestrian Team.
1: For sure. You know China team has already passed the MER test in 2019 in Europe and secured their tickets for team competition in eventing and jumping. But due to the postponed of the Olympics, they have to pass their MER again this year. But most of the Chinese riders were in China during the pandemic. That makes them separate from their horse in Europe and for more than a year. The return to Europe for training was very difficult due to the travel restriction. As soon as they get back to Europe in April, they started the training with their horses and coaches. Fortunately, China team once again passed the MER and secured their tickets for Tokyo again.
0: Yes, for the team eventing, we have four qualified riders, Alex Hua Tian, Sun Huatong, Bao Yingfeng and Liang Rui Ji. And for team jumping, we also have four riders, Li Zhengqiang and his son Li Yaofeng, Zhang Xinjia, Zhang Yu. This
1: is definitely a breakthrough for China equestrian competition because it's the first time we participate in two disciplines as a team. Let's wish the best for their
0: journey in Tokyo. Following this great news, we want to introduce the Helen International Equestrian Club in today's China club section because two of the eventing riders, Sun Huadong and Bao Yingfeng, are from this club and Jojo and I, we both visit there on many occasions.
1: Yes, let's dig into a little bit of historical background. Hainan International Equestrian Club's mother company's Hainan Group which is originally a textile manufacturer found. Hainan Group later transformed itself into a holding group investing in many sectors when the equestrian industry entered into Hainan business scope. As a strategic measure of corporation transformation, the group decided to set up the Hainan International Equestrian Club in a luxury tourist town in Jiangyin City, one and a half hour driving distance from Shanghai.
0: The facilities of the club are world-class level. However, because of the long distance from the main cities, they are more focusing on individual horse owners and professional training. That's also why it's training center of Jiangsu team since 2014. The Highland International Equestrian Club is also known by their horse show and horse museum. The horse show is performed by 56 female riders and trained by Spanish coach. As for the museum, there are 43 breeds of horses from different countries. These horses live in their purple stables but display in marble pens to greet visitors during visiting hour. Last but not least, there is a well-equipped equine clinic providing vet services not only to over 300 horses in Thailand but those from the rest of China.
1: On this note, we have invited Amber Coyman for China Story session. She is from Netherlands and she has been coaching in Hainan for three and a half years.
0: Amber is also a close friend to Sun Hua Dong and Bao Ying Let's listen to her China story. Hello, Amber. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm uh, interviewing you with Jojo Wang today from Hong Kong. Yep. Hello, Amber. Hi,
2: nice to meet you.
0: Amber, uh, we know that you have been in China for three and a half years. I wonder what brought you to China in the first place?
2: Well, that's actually a funny story because um, I was working in the Netherlands as a, a freelance trainer and I remember... Um, driving in my car one night and my friend uh called me my friend was at the time working for martin lips mm-hmm. so they were apparently um, looking for trainers to come to china to Hainan. so the minute i actually heard china i said well then you can hang up the phone because i'm not gonna leave the netherlands and go to china <laughs> and <then laughs> they actually convinced me to come here for one month to try and then after being here for two weeks, I never wanted to go home anymore. So that's kind of the story. Usually, um, I try like every three or four months to go uh, to go back back Holland, back to Holland. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, because of the pandemic, of course, the last time I visited Holland was December two
0: thousand nineteen. So Amber, you work for yeah. Helen how would you describe helen is it um a question club a training club or there's more
2: well it's like um how i said se- how i see it like the first time i came here i was amazed and it it's like a place that even when you send people pictures or videos of it and you see it in real life you still cannot really believe it how it started actually like uh, around 10-12 years ago. It started because the, the owner of Hailan actually got interested in horses more as a, as a hobby. So he wanted to build the uh, the stables mainly that time for the for the show every saturday night there is an uh, an equestrian show in a, a riding arena that's actually looking similar but then even more pretty than the than the arena in vienna you know with the with the spanish horses yes and then um because the, the main business of Hailan is the, the clothing. They make uh, clothing and um, home furniture, and they have shops and factories throughout China. So they started building uh, the stables and the show arena, and then shopping malls around it, then also. There's um, hotels around it on the property, yeah. so that people, when mm-hmm. they want to go and visit Thailand, you know, you can have like a, really a weekend of things to see. It's not not just the horses. There's um, a museum, like a, a equestrian museum, uh, because many people in China and especially I think people will visit as a tourist. We have the the dressage team. Who are uh, qualified to go to the China Games this year in September? And then we also have the now the eventing team was qualified for the China Games, and two riders out of that are qualified for the,
1: for the Olympics. So it's kind of a bit of everything, actually. So after 3.5 years working in China now, Ember, what is the major difference do you think in coaching between China and your country? well
2: mainly and i think in the beginning that was the biggest issue for me is of course the language i didn't speak a word of chinese yeah so and it go your instructions get like um delayed because well you tell them for example after the corner start shoulder in but then the girl first has to translate it for you so if you want to have like fine-tuning or work on details in the beginning that was for me very difficult because there's always a delay because of the cultural difference dutch people we we are very um very straightforward maybe (laughs) sometimes a little bit too straightforward even (laughs) when something negative has to be said about an exercise to my dutch student or my dutch trainer in holland can say well hey that was really not good you know and Mm -hmm, here if mm -hmm. you would bring it like that maybe people would get like uh, a little bit offended by that or they feel personally attacked and then you have to bring it like a little bit in a more friendly uh friendly way
0: (laughs) interesting oh. and what you say <laughs> yes, what yes. you say now amber when you that the writer is not is not good it's <laughs> not writing correctly what you say
2: well now i i and i actually think it's also a learning process for myself because i actually think that's a good thing right now if an exercise for example goes wrong i try to start by saying okay well um you did this and that you did good but Next time we do this actually try to work on this and that. So that you like always first tell them the positive thing about what they did and then tell them what can be better next time. So not what was like literally wrong, but what can be better. And I so, think also what, what makes it different is like I grew up on a farm and with horses from a very young age. Like when I started to walk, my mm-hmm. grandpa bought my first pony, you know, and... Ah. the guys and the girls that ride here and i think mainly in china because or have huh, more wealthy people from the city ride or here the people that ride ride for their job but they all start riding at a at an older age. Mm -hmm. So I also think like the the horsemanship is is different. We started mostly for passion and they started sometimes mostly for work issues or I think the the environment is here here very different.
1: By you working and actively competing in China with your team and your your students, what are the new trends happening in China equestrian industry from your perspective? Well, I think if I look at the last three years
2: i think the amount of teams like teams riding at competition and the amount of clubs throughout china are like growing immensely i also think that that a lot of clubs are now eh, investing more um money in in knowledge and in horses so you see much more european coaches coming in and and European horses, a lot of Dutch horses, a lot of German horses as well. So mm-hmm. I think what I see mostly is that the sport is really growing and starting to get a much more professional uh, uh, feeling about it.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Amber, for your sharing. It's really helpful. Yeah, you're welcome. It's my pleasure.
0: Thank you, Amber. Yeah. Let's hope next time when we visit uh, Helen, we can meet up with you. Do you have great coffee in Helen? yes we have we
2: have good coffee and we have of
0: course the the
2: highland
1: coffee shops we will meet there yeah it's the date
0: yeah that would be great well i can't wait to see the equestrian competition in tokyo in only three weeks ahead it's too bad that no public
1: will be allowed to assist the competition due to the COVID. but i will definitely follow it on the tv or my phone
0: for sure and well done for your first episode, Jojo. I will talk to you next week and take care. Thank you, Zoe. See you next week. This podcast is co hosting by Zoe King and Jojo Wong. Powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equine community in China.
1: In addition to this weekly broadcast, we launch a monthly webinar called China Host Business Life. The objective is to connect international industrial stakeholders with Chinese decision makers and professionals in the industry. Four to five speakers will introduce their activities, products, surveys, and any other topic relating to the equine industry within 10 minutes in English. This webinar is open to all Chinese audience, especially targeting equestrian club owners, professionals, writers, officials, and
0: suppliers. This is a perfect opportunity for you to introduce your brand, products, and services to real Chinese audience and interact with them. You may find your partner, distributor, or clients in this webinars.
1: If you're interested in making a speech in the webinar, please subscribe to our annual package, Business Pass, which will allow you to speak once per semester in the webinar, along with many other premium benefits.
0: A lower cost annual package, Connect Pass, is also available with some useful benefits. Please check them out on our website, www.wonder-horse.com slash podcast and in the show note of this podcast
1: thank you for listening to our podcast you can subscribe it on apple Podcasts, spotify and any podcast channel by searching the name of our program china horse business
0: we are also looking forward to meeting you in china horse business life a monthly webinar connecting the international acquired community with china Please
1: feel free to leave us a comment and recommend our program to your friends and co-workers.
0: Spare the world and stay tuned.